world of warcraft community is the best community ever it is so good you're on how much it's helped solidify friendships you know like the third faction is the important is truly the most important because we all have a say in it hello and welcome to the third faction your good people in gaming podcast it is a thursday may well 26th i believe this is show number 41 my favorite number and i'm your host bricko joined as always by the amazing listra how are things going for you miss listra hey bud doing well doing well we're uh we're almost done with may we're almost into june we're summer months man we're ready yeah, it's. I used last. Uh, I used the template from last show, and <laughs> I was reading it. I'm so you bad. up, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, it sort of did numbers. You know, numbers. I'm a concrete guy, so. Yeah, well, you're usually really good at numbers, though. I, when it comes to concrete and masonry stuff, I am. Um, square feet, man. Square feet. Square feet. How much concrete did you want? <laughs> I'll tell you how <laughs> much you need. That's yards, not feet, right? That's yards. Yeah, it's yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I gotcha. I gotcha, man. So everything's been going good? Yeah, I mean, we had a good week. I mean, uh, did some raiding this week. Um, we did Naked Gnomes. I uh, did a lot of a lot of house stuff, too, man. I, you know, I'm getting ready for that grad thing coming up. And yeah, I had to get my butt out in the real world and outside. I had to, like, be in the sunlight. I got myself a nice little sunburn to go with that. So Are you sun-kissed? I am a little bit sun-kissed this week. It's kind of nice. Yeah, kind of cool. Very good. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. How about you? What'd you do this week? You know, I did a lot of work. And then I also did a lot of WoW playing. Nah, I didn't. I wanted to. I mean, that goes without saying. Um, I didn't try out any new games like you did last night. Which was oh very God. cute, by the way. The cat that thing was, not was funny. Cute. They were weird, okay? It was weird, but it was cute. Uh, uh, yeah, it's cute if you're like 8 and 10. The one thing we do have to talk about with our our friend Allie uh, from Live, Laugh, Lore um, is that Monkey Island thing. Because that yeah, was I don't get that. Yeah, I, that was frustrating for me. I didn't get it either. So, um, I'll do But you were streaming, and I'm proud of you. So that's awesome. Yeah, because I just wasn't feeling the whole, I don't know what it was. Uh, I was right in the right headspace to do WoW that night right away. I just needed a, I needed a minute, man. So yeah. I thought, you know, I'm going to go over here. I got some free games off of Amazon. I'm just going to take those. And uh, what was it? Cat Quest or some crazy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look, so, look, it's a lich. So he kept saying, look, it's a lich. It does. Like, he looked like a lich, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does. The cat looked like a lich, okay? He had like a helm on with horns. It was kind of lichy looking, okay? But what can I say? Oh, yeah. Did that. And you've done a few things. And you didn't make raid last week, did you? No, nope. Uh, Friday night, we were. Oh, what the hell did we even do? I don't know. Booze was involved. <laughs> well, generally. <laughs> it's always a good thing. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, I'm not going to be there this week. I'm skipping out on this week. I don't know that I will pull Saturday either. I'm just mad because if I forgot something Katie and I did, she's going to be mad at me. No, she's not. No, I know. I know. She's awesome. Anyway, um, no, so I didn't make grade, but Katie and I were doing the our, our, uh, our Naked Gnomes together for the Lions Pride Tavern Naked Gnome Contest, and we both died last night. 
Aww. What? Okay. What? So what'd you make it to? Like seven, eight? Uh, she was eight, and I think just short of a half, and then I was seven and just over a half. Oh man! But I'm sorry. It was fun. it was so difficult. That one was tough. Yeah. Shout out to Iza for that one. Yeah. I mean, I, I know this isn't the Lions Pride, you know. Well, we're all but, uh, one big podcasting family. We, we are. So. We're one big family. But uh, Iza's the one who thought of doing the Naked Gnome uh, Warrior, and it was a serious challenge. I think the only one that's going to be worse, because you know it's coming, and it won't be till next fall, but it's going to be Naked Rogues. Oh, yeah, but if I win, that doesn't mean I have to pick it. Well, that's true. You could pick something else. Yes. We could, pick, we could go Drano's, man. Boy, oh boy, that would be pretty intense. Yeah, but what kind of drain? Uh, with that uh, that heal over time that they get? Yeah, see? And everybody yeah, would yeah. get a little bit cocky because they think they have a heal, and pretty soon what happens? Dead. <laughs> oh, you know what? Drain priests. Oh, we should talk. Yeah, we're going to have to talk. Shh, we'll talk later. Shh, don't tell Okay, anybody. so, before we get too deep into the weeds here with... <laughs> A different show that we're both on. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the Lions Pride Tavern, Fafford, Lorelei, Mac, Mrs. Mac, Lissy, me, uh, everybody. We're all All the folks over there. Uh, You guys are awesome, and it's it's a great community you're all building over there as we're trying to build here. Um, But we have an unbelievably, we're so lucky, actually, to have this unbelievable guest. We have the lovely Gershom with us tonight. How are things going for you, Gershom? Hi, guys. I'm really happy to be here. Um, They're going okay. Nasty stuff out of the way. I'm getting over like a flu, but today is actually the first day I felt a lot better. So I didn't play a lot of WoW. I mean, we can talk about it later. I guess I did some pretty fun uh, casual stuff, but I want to hear more about these naked challenges because I've never done a naked challenge i mean at least not in wow if you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh, well played well played oh, Grisham, you should come and join us seriously you should i should especially especially since i've started playing alliance and i have like alliance i i don't i'm not as opposed to it as i used to be so i i might one time so like well, if you we can do hard though we did we did hard i'm wondering Shaman. though like if you play a rogue oh you guys did an undead naked challenge too one time yeah, that's did. that's right um, so like if you play a rogue, you, you can't sneak or like, what's, I don't even know the rules oh, of no. this thing. Okay. Um, Brick, stop me if I, I get this wrong. What we do is you get your, your class and whatnot. And we go out and you can only use your bare hands basically. And no armor that has any stats on it. You can use pots. You can use, you know, every, they can buff you. Scrolls. But, yeah. Whatever. Yep, scrolls. You can use that cause they're drops. But you can't wear anything you pick up. You have to have zero armor value. Like um, the last the gnomes that we did, they had um, they came equipped with <laughs> like a Barbie doll. They came equipped yeah, with boots basically. with yeah boots with no armor value, and uh, they had shirts this time, didn't they? They had some sort of shirt. Yes, yes. You guys looked like you had lederhosen. Yeah, it was. It looked like little suspenders. It was pretty. Dirty. But I took it all off because I hate clothing. Good oh, wow. <laughs> He's so that I, guy. I No. And one time, I do remember you popped into my stream and I was topless. I was I was there for that one. Yeah, I was. And, and I like, was like, holy mm. shit, you're a beast. Well, <laughs> I was... <laughs> 
I was just kind of nervous that my old man was going to walk into and be like, what the fuck are you watching? Like, no, no, he's just a friend. He's married. Don't worry about it. Up to party. Oh my God. I swear. I swear. No, but yeah, you're at a, we should just do a stream. Do you stream at all, Gersh? I don't, I do not. I haven't gotten into that uh, headspace yet. I'm just a little shy about it. Although I might eventually. Yeah. Well, what I was thinking is we could have you as a guest and it could be me, Lissy, you, and Kyla is Katie. Um, Kyla is her two name. Um, and we could just run around and do a naked challenge on our own just for like four hours or two hours or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I will not. Just I, get your I feet will, wet. I will not be topless. <laughs> no. Oh, um, well, we won't be on camera, people. but you can be because you won't be on camera, right? Oh, fair enough. It's gotten hot. Although, let me know up. if you are. Oh, you're good. Stop. You're good. Oh, you're shit. So I'm married. Trouble. Damn it. Yes. Oh, my. Don't worry. Um, I was going to say it's hot enough in Chicago right now. I already have taken off my bra. I'm like, fuck it. I'm in my own room. I just I just sat on I just sat on the last bras. week and it wasn't that that humid, but it, it is humid today. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Last week's show was pretty darn good. You guys did really well. We'll we can get more into that a little bit later, but you guys, I was really very impressed and I really enjoyed listening to you and Bent. Um I hope Wooly's feeling better. Yeah, that's you what know, I was going to say. I hope Wooly's uh, Wooly, but... on the mend. I think he is. I I haven't checked in with him for a couple of days cuz I just didn't want to like harass him, but it, sure. uh, we did we did have a good time. Me and Bent had a nice time and we have good chemistry and that was nice to you see. You do. That, um you guys have that we synergy. get along. Yeah. So that's nice. And we talk over each other a little bit on this show. So just keep that in mind. So oh, I apologize. God. We, do, we do that all the time. We do that all the time. It's <laughs> right. the worst. So shall we get into the business of the day then? Uh, so you want to do questions or do we want to just, you know, yes. You talking? <laughs> oh. Are you talking? You talking to me? You talking to me? Yeah. All right. Well, let's start with the standard stuff, and then we're just going to be a bunch of squirrels and go crazy. Ready? Down. I'm All ready. Right, down. All right. So the first question, as always, is blue team, red team, or purple? And I'm pretty sure I know which way you're leaning here, so go for it. Yep. I am straight up purple at this point. And if you, girl. If you had asked me that uh, three or four years ago, or maybe even like, yeah, probably three Three, two years ago, it would have been like red or dead, like for the horde all the time, all the time. Um, but, you know, friends have a way of influencing the way that you do things and what's and what's fun and stuff like that. And I do actually blame the guys in the in the DNR podcast for basically pulling me over to the Alliance. Um, so I ended up playing Alliance, I think, pretty as as hardcore as I play Garshom, I play my Alliance Hunter Notokas, um, and I love her uh, just as much. So definitely purple. Nice. So is Notokas a worgen? She is a worgen. Yes. That's what I thought. Okay, because Gershom is a male troll, right? Gershom is a male troll, and Notokas is a female worgen. Because I didn't like the hunchback on the male. I have no opposition to playing a male tune, um, but. I just liked the build and the voice kind of st- and the just the play the what do you say like the graphics of the female better than the and and I do like their Lady Gaga dance they do the Lady Gaga yes. dance so I like yep. that too so I was like yeah female Morgan <laughs> yep so my I made 
I'm an altaholic, um, and I made a, ro a worgen rogue, and I colored her as best as I could to be the first dog I remembered having, and her name is Bridget. Was that your <laughs> dog? Was that your dog's name? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And it's I a rogue, and I leveled her up through to get. Actually, you know what? I think I had like two or three because I always buy the early expand expansions. I think I had two or three, what do they call them, when you, boosts or whatever. Right. So I used her, I used that one in Legion to get her artifact daggers or whatever. And I always struggled playing Rogue, more on that later, because I love it now in Classic. But yeah, I leveled her up and I named her after my first dog, so. <laughs> so no, so no Tokus, um, she's not much of an RPer, but the one thing that she does RP is that she will not ride like a dog or a wolf. But and oh, sure. I, right. And I originally was like, she's not gonna tame a wolf either, because that's not very nice. But I did run into the those very cool um like devil dogs that are in Maldraxis, like the gray, weird, oh, like spiky yeah. devil dogs. And I was like, I gotta get those. Um, and one of them is named Baker, which is my real dog's uh, name. Oh, <laughs> and then I named the other awesome. one something else because I have animal companions, so I have two. But one of those devil dogs is named Baker, which is kind of funny because my dog is like a little 15-pound rat terrier. He's not a devil dog. He's like a little kissy awesome. face. <laughs> so he's not a devil dog. But Notokas has a Baker. <laughs> and I have That's... a Baker. Yeah. And what is it about Worgen rogues? There's a lot of Worgen that turned into rogues. Uh, was, that, was there a racial that made it that much better? That I'm not remembering? Well, I think, I think if you sprinted, you could click running wild at first, but I think they fixed that. You know, running wild was basically your, your, uh, uh, non-epic. It's, like, it's ground speed. mounts. It's ground mount speed, but yeah. you're just in dog, in dog form. You run on all fours, like a, like a doggy. Which yeah. is awesome, by the way. Yeah, because I, I love made, that. Yeah, I made a Worgen rogue as well. Zia Forenza. She's exotic. Oh my gosh, I haven't seen Zia Forenza. I bet it was since Legion, huh? Oh yeah. They must have changed that, Bricko. I think you're right, because I wanted to see one time if Running Wild and Aspect of the Cheetah mixed, and it does not. So, like, if you hit, if you're in Running Wild and you hit Aspect of the Cheetah, you'll get up on your legs and just run. Like, oh, really? you're, like you're running. Yeah, because I wanted to see if I could sprint, like, double speed on, on all fours, and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I, I believe they fixed that. But regardless, it was pretty cool at the time. And... I had only had one other worgen and it was a hunter. And because I went and got that raven. Or they came with ravens, right? As their their pet. It was right when they switched it to where you didn't have to tame them anymore. Like you just came out of the box with a pet. The hunters did, regardless of the class. I think that might have been Cataclysm, right? That's when they introduced them and goblins. I think that's what threw me on the having a wolf for a pet because when you start as a worgen, I thought for some reason like my original pet, like when I rolled her, was a wolf, and I'm like, this is wrong. Well, I remember now. You know what it is? It's the Mastiff model. Oh, is it? Yes, it's the okay. Mastiff model. And then the reason I made that hunter to that hunter worgen was because there's a rare raven that I camped and, and tamed. Well, I don't know if I had to camp it. I think it was a part of a quest thing, kind of like Ichiki that you were talking about on last week's show on Thrawsballs. I'm not, yeah, 
I'm not even sure, to be honest, why I ended up rolling a worgen hunter. I just felt, I mean, I'm not a huge, oh, yeah. night, I just, a night elf, night elf fan, not a huge one. And it just seemed like very basic, like night elf hunter. I'm like, mm, uh, and I also don't like their starting zone, like at all. I don't like the night elf just very oh, really? much. Yeah. And then I was like, humans, I, I kind of refuse to play humans. I'm like, I'm a human in real life. I'm one of those people that says like, I'm playing a high fantasy game. I want to do something highly fantastical. You know Same. what I mean? Same. Yeah. So I don't really like playing humans. I will say, you know, since classic has come back and I listened to a few different podcasts, <laughs> a lot just, of folks, just a few, just a few. <laughs> yeah. Like all of them, literally. <laughs> but most people that started in vanilla had to go back and make a night elf of whatever the class, just because that starting zone. So that's interesting to, that you said that. See, they talk about how the music is so great and and how everything is so seamless and just flows, right? And and that that's true. But I can understand people that don't necessarily care for that. And that's that's just interesting that you said that, Gersh. I just found it to be dull. But also, I had a boost, and I boosted Notokus right out of the Gilnean starting zone. But I have rolled another worgen just to see what that starting zone was like, and I gotta say, I had a lot more fun doing that than I did doing the Night Elf starting zone. Yeah. Like, where you attack the undead, and you go on the ships, and there's cannons. It feels much more, like, Gilnean and very active. Like, it just was more my, my thing, so. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So how did you start playing games and, and, and what got you hooked? So I am a classic Nintendo baby. Um, Same I, I grew up on all the all the Mario Brothers. I played Super Mario Brothers. I loved Super Mario Brothers 3, probably the best. Um, Donkey Kong. I know you guys were talking with Veteran a couple weeks ago about the duck hunt. And that yeah. <laughs> and that drove that no that drove me crazy because I would rage quit because my brother would do the trick that you were talking about <laughs> where he would hold the gun to the TV and cheat and that had never occurred to me to do that but so like here's the thing my parents like I was also involved in like sports and stuff for the same reason but my parents actually liked me to engage in video games because I had pretty bad like hand eye coordination and reaction times. And I guess they thought that it would like help me a little bit. And, but it was funny. Like I never like threw the gun at the TV, but I really wanted to. <laughs> Cause I was always like one second behind those fucking ducks, you know? And I, I still laugh about um, my, my parents and that undertaking because um, I still have really bad hand-eye coordination and reaction time. So nothing really changed. I don't think it helped very much. Um, and then I guess, Moving into like high school and college, I really liked Spyro a lot. I liked the Spyro games on like PlayStation. I remember that was one of my favorite games. We would sit around and play Spyro for like a long, long time. And then moving on past that, like after college, I started, I wasn't very good at like FPS and that was very popular back then. So there was a lot of Halo, Counter-Strike, and I would spectate a lot and have a lot of fun, you know, watching that. Um, and then I also really enjoyed you know, good old Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering and other tabletop games. You know, we used to play Morton's List. We used to play Vampire. We used to play a lot of like fifth edition D&D, obviously, back in the day. And I was just always really down to try anything. And I think the way I got 
tuned into WoW, I was telling Syl on Whispers of War when I interviewed with her last year that at one of those game gatherings or, or spectation matches or something is when people started talking about World of Warcraft. And so at that time, I went back and I played I played Orcs versus Humans. I played Warcraft 2 and I played Warcraft 3 just to get ready for the game. I did cheat. I did use some cheat codes. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> But I had a lot of fun and I got through the, you know, some all of your base or belong to us is not a bad thing if you're trying to get through the story. <laughs> but by the time I was done with that, I was like, yeah, let's go. This game is going to be fucking sick. <laughs> so I'm going to write down the note right now, just like we did with the veteran. Kershaw, cheater. <laughs> yeah, no, totally, totally. I, I'm I, don't, I don't think anybody didn't cheat at some point with those games because you're bringing so, back a lot of feels right now because I'm going, ooh, Spyro, oh, yeah, Super Mario 3, love that one, you know, it's just I, all the feels. I felt I fell in love with uh, the, I think it was the Sega, and it was Crash Bandicoot. Oh, God, oh I, I used to like all the Sonic games, too. Like, I haven't played any of the new ones, but, like... Oh. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. Sega then, because Sega was Sonic, right? Yeah. Yes. So it would have been. Was it? Was oh, it? Oh, the first Super PlayStation. Nintendo? Was it PlayStation or? It was I can't even remember. Yeah. Crash PlayStation Band Genesis. No, no, that was Sega no, Genesis. No, that was Sega Genesis. Oh, that was Sega. Oh, no, PlayStation. Oh, that's just like a one. It was just PS One. Yeah, it was a PS1. PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Actually, it was just PlayStation, I believe. Yeah, and then PS Two, whatever. But so the other thing, <laughs> I'm. You remember the TVs we used back then, Gershom? Of course. If you threw that gun at that TV, the gun would You'd, explode. Your gun I, would break. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Now it's like your fucking monitor would be all cracked up and shit. That gun, that gun would have shattered and your TV would just be like, what's up, bitch? And yep. by the way, I think I said in that show too that I don't know that it works with the LEDs or whatever they got now, you know, for our flat screens that everybody has now. But them old tube TVs, man, not only were they heavy, they were... Horrible. I remember my mom trying to drag that shit out of our room and we were grounded. Like that was her workout <laughs> for the day. Yeah, my, my mom and dad had two of those stupid things. One of them had a bar in it. They were the console TVs that sat on the damn ground. <gasps> yes, my mom and dad. I had was one of those. was that the one of the ones where they had like the speakers built in and it was like yep. a giant like wooden box. We had one of those yeah, too yep. at one point. Yeah, we had one of those. I'm so, and then on the high-end one, the dad was super happy with, <laughs> one side had a record player above the speaker. Oh, nice. <laughs> and the other side had the bar. <laughs> oh, great. the bar, man. I didn't have the it bar. It was RCA, man. They wanted you to drink and be happy and watch television. Well, That's I'm thinking Mad Men right now. It's like, oh, you got a bar on one yeah. and a stereo well, on the Well, and there was end. always an ashtray on it. <laughs> we had a... Uh, so, we... <laughs> So we had, remember, uh, what did they call them? An entertainment center. So that was when you could buy like a plywood piece of shit yes, furniture yes. that you could shove your TV into. So my brother and I, you know, we had graduated to that with a regular TV in it. This is like after college or whatever. My brother and I were roommates for a long time. And um, we had our bar on top, but then we decided we wanted our booze cold. So our booze was in the freezer. And we started saying, well, we're going to have a dry bar and we would put all our empty bottles on top 
And it was a lot. It was like the top of the. And remember, these things were like six feet by like yes. ten feet. <laughs> yes. And this thing was covered with empty bottles. And my mom would come over to our apartment, and she'd be like, um, "I don't really like seeing that you guys. Every time I come over here, there's like ten more bottles on top of this thing." <laughs> it was kind of funny. So we had like a bunch of empty bottles that was apparently part of our decor back when we were like twenty-two. So <laughs> good so, old right. the good old days. <laughs> yeah. Right, right before the uh, the whole like flat screen stuff started coming out, or right when I made a for my mom and dad's, I want to say thirty fifth wedding anniversary. Yeah, thirty fifth, right before my dad died, actually. But I made a, I spent like a month or whatever making a nice. It was only like three feet, four feet wide, and then six feet tall, or whatever. I made him a nice, all out of straight up oak. It was just gorgeous. Put it in the house, gave it to them. They're all super happy. And then about a month later, dad bought a flat screen. Of course. And it wouldn't fit. He's like, well, I don't think you made this wide enough. I said, dad, (laughs) seriously, you know, tube TVs (laughs) got lighter. He bought like the biggest TV that didn't fit or something. Yeah, basically. Oh, that's cute. He's, he he was awesome, but yeah, it's it's still in the basement actually. My mom and dad's. I've, I've seen Aww. it. Oh, yeah, yes, it, yes. It survived the flood. It did. We shined her back up. That's what we did. Yeah. Well, I've got a confession to make that we still have <clears throat> one of those large entertainment centers from 1990, whatever, in my living room. We are currently in the process of eliminating it <laughs> because well those things held everything in the way they ours do. was set up it had bookcases on either end where you could store your dvds and cds and you know whatever in the ends and the bottom part of the doors on either side was where you could put your speakers because the bottoms of the doors were made they had the speaker material in there so you'd tuck your speakers in behind the doors Getting those oh, yeah. motherfuckers out of the house was like harder than getting the TV oh. out the house. Like if you had to move, it was ridiculous. Right? And that's what we're thinking right now. It's like, oh, all these people that are making a shabby chic, maybe somebody will want this <laughs> in between those two cabinets. Cause it, the whole thing slides apart. There's just a board that goes across the top with lights in it. And then there's a little stand the TV would sit on that also had storage in it. And it's like, all you had to do to get a bigger TV was just move the bookcases farther out. You guys are making me feel basic as hell. I did not have a bar or a record player on mine. It just had (laughs) cabinets on the bottom. It was not lit, but the cabinets were great because I think maybe about once a month we would like be like, Hey, it's movie night. We're going to have friends over and get drunk and watch movies or whatever. And it was like, we need to clean these DVDs first because those cabinets were like, you would just throw everything in there and just close the damn door. (laughs) The fact that you just said that we have to clean these DVDs quick. No, like we have to like clean up like the the mess that we'd made out of the cabinet because we would just throw it in there and close yeah. it like ignorance was bliss. And then we're yep. like, wait, we're going to watch movies. There's like cases with no DVDs with the wrong DVDs. <laughs> it's it like hilarious. the kids. Yeah. In a, hilarious. In a camper, they'll just set the DVD quick and switch to another one and then we'll forget about it. And then we'll drive down the road. And then we'll, 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 we'll Sometimes go, I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of grateful off. for this. I'm grateful for this Disney Plus and stuff that my kids have now. So it's like I don't have to like spend hours organizing their DVDs. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but so I don't remember when Lissy delivered my computer, I got I got an entertainment center from Deke and Cinda. 
Shout out to Deke. He was a World of Warcraft player up until about six or eight years ago. Always anyway, a while, man. Um, I got, he made a nice oak one, but it was like, Lissy was just talking about, it was two pillars with a spanner for on the top. So you could make it. So I had in my apartment back then, I had much like the a TV stand, you know, 48 inches wide or whatever that you put your flat screen on. And then you had the two towers and then the top and everything was bad. Deke is the master of making things just perfect and just so. So everything was backlit. Like you could show off, like for me, I showed off bottles of booze. <laughs> um, you could show off all your different DVDs or whatever. Everything was backlit. It was just gorgeous. That's still at my mom's also. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how to get rid of it. I don't know. I, I wouldn't want. It's like you don't want to, but it's so it's becoming like obsolete. It's so sad. Well, yeah, and and the problem is like in in the old farmhouse that Katie and I bought, we got a perfect corner for a TV, but it's not conducive to that setup, right? Right. So because I'd be covering a big picture window looking out our our porch at the shit across the street which isn't impressive but either way you don't want to have the sun beating in and baking on your stuff right so it is what it is but but it's funny that it's when you get right down to it we all got similar backstories a little bit right <laughs> yeah definitely i think we're all sort of like the same generation of like tech and gaming <laughs> yep yep for sure pretty close <laughs> I got a feeling I'm the oldest one in the group here tonight, so we're going to go with that. But not by much. Oh, honey, you know I got you beat. I know, but not by much. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to dox. I'm not going to. I don't know. I don't know how old you guys are, but that's your business. Yeah, right. I got an idea, Gersh. Well, we don't have to get into that. Save that for a Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Outtakes later, right? Yes, right. All right. Should we get back on schedule or are we going (laughs) to? We're being squirrels. Is that cool? We are being squirrels. <laughs> it's great. It's great. So this is fun. I'm going to ask the next question. You right. go, girl. <laughs> what is your most liked activity? PvP, questing, dungeons, raids, crafting, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, a PvE-er. Very filthy casual. I'm always after a mog or a mount. I like to do behind the curve raids, you know, things that I can go solo or go with like two or three people for fun. I like getting, I like getting old achievements. So the thing I've been working on most currently is I want to start getting the heritage armors from BFA. I got the Maghar orc. So I took her through the horde side of BFA and I unlocked void elves. So I'm playing BFA uh, for the Alliance now. And if I could say what a treat that is, I know I I hate to keep name dropping a, a veteran. Wait, is that how you say his name? Sorry, veteran, yeah, veteran. Right? Yep, yep. Yeah, um, veteran. How, yep. how different like each side is of that story. It's just completely mind blowing. I mean, there's parts of the story that I didn't like on the horde at all that I just love on the alliance. So I'm so glad to be able to do that. I honestly feel like the level squish and the chroming time is one of the greatest gifts that Blizz could have ever given a casual player such as myself. And I always roll a hunter when I do it because I'm just so comfortable playing hunters. And I also love like how my hunters are always different. Like basically they never wear the same mogs. They never use the same mount. They never have the same pets. So it's fresh for me. 
And I'm always doing like a different storyline, you know? And I don't know why I started with BFA. I guess I just felt like I wanted to see what was going on. And so I set this thing in my head. I'm like, I'm just going to go backwards. I'm going to do BFA. I'm going to do Legion. I'm going to do, you know, everything. I'm just going to go backwards for some odd reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Instead of going forwards, I should have started with, with like TDC, I guess. But I didn't. I started with BFA. So now I'm just, you know, I have a good enough grasp on the lore at this point between podcasts and playing the game that I don't think it's going to do a whole lot of damage to me to just go and do it in like whatever order. So yeah, but that's basically it. P PVE. I love exploring. Uh, Lystra, I'm just like you. I will, I will put myself in harm's way to go get herbs, to go get <laughs> nodes. I, I will fly down and I'm like, oh, there's three bad guys. Blow them up, get the thing. And there's XP there, you know? I think our friend, our mutual friend, uh, Shantyman, told me one time that he wanted to level a character as best as he could through like crafting and gathering only. And I don't know what kind of progress he's made on that, but it's something he mentioned to me. I know that you can't do it solely on gathering because you're going to run into like mobs that you're just going to have to kill here and there. So there's no, unless you just avoid all those nodes, but that would be silly. But I mean, yeah, it's just, I enjoy gathering. I like a little auctioning, not too much. My auction house is a little more like throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sells, you know, <laughs> but it's fun. I've come up. I think since last year, I had on Gershom's bank, I had like maybe half a million gold because I had sold some pets and that gave me like a big boost. And and Gershom's bank is at like almost 800,000 gold now. And then Notokas's or like my alliance bank is at almost or just over 300,000. So between the two of them, I do have a million gold. But I really want to at one time see that big like one million on right. one bank. You know, I would love to see that. <laughs> <laughs> and I have I've set a goal like on Gershom, like he hasn't he's not gonna buy himself anything. And there's things I can afford. I really want the um the mount that you buy on the Vindicar that's like a flying, it's like a storm, you know, like the big golden Vindicar mount. Oh, yeah. I, hate that I, I didn't think of the name of this thing, but it costs like 500,000 gold. And I was like, I'm never going to afford that. Well, now I can. And I'm like, I'm not buying that until I have a million gold. So that's like my goal to save. And I even made a mog for it. And the mog is just sitting there waiting because I really want that thing. It's like a war. It's like a war machine, you know, that flies around. That's like a legion. Ugh, I'm sorry. I sound no, dumb. That's fine. I, I'm trying to remember. That's what I'm trying to do too. I'm trying to I remember that. I know. It's like, yeah. It's like a it's mean. like a war machine. There's World Quest where you do it and you go out and they're like, take this thing and, and it's all glowy and it flies and it's like a machine and you can buy one because I've been exalted with those teams for a while and I can buy it. I just I haven't uh had the money. And I do have the money now, but I'm not buying it until I break a million gold. <laughs> I think it's funny how we get a little bit tight with our money. It's like, I want it, I want it. And then it's like, wait a minute, I worked really hard for that. I don't want to part with that now. Right. I was like thinking like, oh, do you really want to go down to like 300,000 gold again? Fucking noob. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. <laughs> I know. I listened to Mac go, hey, yeah, I've got, you know, X amount of dollars in gold. Yeah, yeah, gold farmer. It's like, that's never going to be me. <laughs> I'm always going to be no, broke. No, I'm not a gold farmer. on something. Yeah. So, Gershom. Do you have like a dramatic gotcha moment in gaming? It doesn't matter the game. 
but like for me it was going through the the dark portal with my guildies back in 2007 or 6 or whatever it was and or the wrath gate or something do you have something like that that just you're hooked you're in that was like so um rad of you because i don't remember doing i don't actually remember doing that because it was so long ago i mean obviously i did it but i think a couple of the things that really hit me first were just once again sort of pve things like i remember i was playing a torn shaman at one point i think one of my original mains and like i had been like questing all night doing some silly stuff you know when it used to take all night to get to like level six or whatever and right. yeah. i was like waking up in the morning and it was just like la like the sun was coming up and it was just so beautiful and the music and then similarly like i went into classic orgrimmar when I rolled my troll rogue buck nasty and I went into classic Orgrimmar and once again, it was just like, I was blown away by like the music, the expansiveness of it. And the fact that I felt like the people at Blizz really love this game and they wanted us to love it, you know, but I think my most solidifying moment that made it something outside of a game was the fact that I went to the very first BlizzCon. And it was, oh, it was so small. It's the only one I've ever been to. I've never gone again. And I never even made it to like the virtual ones. I just always missed it. I couldn't do it. Couldn't afford it for some reason. It was sure. busy. And I've never, it's the first BlizzCon I ever went to. And I remember, you know, taking the train up to Anaheim with my boyfriend. Cause we thought we we're just going to another convention. I grew up in San Diego. So like we were always at comic con. Oh, yeah. That was much Diego. easier for, uh, it was much easier for us. We didn't have to travel to go to like comic con. We just had to take the bus and go there. So we did something similar. We're like, Oh my God, there's like a blizz con. Like, Whoa, cool. World of Warcraft. Awesome. I still have a photograph of myself standing with like, some cosplayer dressed in like full like Torin shaman regalia and like i have a photo of myself like hugging this Torin. it was just it was bitchin i mean this convention at the time did not take up the entire convention center i'm saying we took the train up to anaheim we took the city bus to like a small little hotel it was not the hilton trust me it was just some regular little hotel because of like disneyland's right there too and we just walked into the lobby and we're like, hey, we need a room for a couple nights. Nothing was booked months ahead of time. It was nothing like that. The line did not go for blocks and blocks and blocks around the building. It was like in the courtyard of the 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 campus, the convention center. And it was just nuts. But it was so small compared to what it is now. And I just, I saw all these people and I saw these creators and... I, you know, we're talking to them and it was so easy to get to talk to people. I don't think I talked to anyone famous as far as I know. I, maybe I did. I don't know. But it was just so much passion. And at the time it felt so small. And that was very solidifying. I'm like, this isn't just a game that I like. This is a lifestyle. This is an artistic endeavor. And I, I was never the same after that. Oh, my God. To be on the ground floor of something so big as BlizzCon... I mean, who knows who you ran into that you just had no idea. Like, I have no idea. Those, I might have met Chris Metzen and not even known. <laughs> the only picture I have left is of me with the Torin and of me with a guy who used to make YouTube videos and he was dressed as a murloc and I don't even remember his name anymore. 
Like, oh, wow. I, it was just so odd and fun. And it was kind of like a fever dream. Like, I was like, this game is pretty fun to play. Like, it's definitely got my interest. And then when I was at that first BlizzCon, I was like, these are my people. This is where I'm at, you know? Well, and and I just loved it. The ability to just hop a train and a bus and be there. Yeah, and I there mean, were no reservations. Like right. we, Yeah. We bought the, t I think we bought the tickets online, but it wasn't like anything. Like now you have to get in these queues and you might not get a ticket and you got a rapid click everything. It was nothing. That insanity was not. We got online and we're like, two tickets, please. Two Amtrak oh, tickets, God. please. And then we just walked up to a hotel and we're like, can we have a room for a couple nights? There was like nobody there. It was insane. Oh, man, it's before the, the big heat rush for Blizz went crazy yeah i would have given anything to be in on that because that's that's the joy is when it's that small There's i mean so we were able we were able to like walk around the convention center just basically undisturbed although we did they did do the expansion mint uh, expansion announcement expansion, that's awesome <laughs> expansion <laughs> announcement for tbc at that point and to see people like kind of talking about what the dark portal was we were just like yeah to be part of that first thing i was like this game is gonna go on and on there's a fan base here the first crazy screaming for the horde out in the crowd you know yeah pretty yeah, did much did you ever hear berserker talk about that by the way no, I haven't. And I've listened to a lot of Unshackled Fury, but I might have missed it. No, it, well, I think I it, I think it was later than that. But yeah, they were... <laughs> he's like, for the Alliance! And everybody, he's like, it was seven to one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Hard. <laughs> I, lo I love Berserker. We have yeah. some... We have some retweets and some little comment conversations and stuff. He's a good dude for sure. He, he is. He really is. I'm just but still yeah. in awe. It's like, I want to go to BlizzCon so bad. And we've had such a shitty few years. It's right. ridiculous. Now you got the con crud, not to mention the Omicron cud. And well, we don't want to talk about it. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we got to keep it Midwest. If we're going to have a super sweater, it's going to be a super sweater. <laughs> A super spreader. It's going to be us. <laughs> hey, co come December, we're going to need our super sweaters. But right now, it's I'm a, I'm a super sweater. God, it's like 97 degrees in my apartment right now. Oh, oh that's God. horrible. I, Ugh, couldn't make I have the AC on, but I don't know what's going on. It's probably getting over the stupid flu. Too. Yeah, that could be. Uh, I, I was born with a super sweater. so You are. You are like a natural sweater right there. Man. We call it, my friends and I, males and females, call it the Swest. I have a sweater vest. I was born with it. It's a swest. Is that why I called you a beast when you were like half naked yes, screaming? Probably. I was like, he's a half beast, half man. Because to be, to be honest, <laughs> I, I know I had shorts on, but I'm not going to say what kind it's of your shorts It's your jockey shorts. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> it might have been spandex. I don't know. Could have been could have been a banana hammock. Who knows? You're, you're just a normal worgen. Just face it, man. I am a worgen. I really am. Or we can <laughs> call you the bear. Are you the bear? If there was Wargans when I first started this game, maybe I would have... Nah, nah, I'm a dwarf. Nah, no, I'm a dwarf. a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got to move on because we're going to run out of time. So what was your best experience in the WoW community or in any gaming community? What is the thing that you were just like, holy crap, I love these people? Well, aside from the the BlizzCon thing, obviously, that was, that was amazing. That was like life-changing. 
And then I think just a lot of the fun stuff that I've done in the game and achieved. Um, I think the two things that really stand out to me would have to be when I got invincible. That might be one of the times that I actually threw my headset down and started running and screaming around my house. <laughs> like, I fucking got him! I got him! I got him! And like even my daughters knew what I was doing. Because they had seen me try so many times. They're like, Mom, are you going for Invincible again? And I'm like, yeah, boring. 13 bosses later. And then finally, I was just like, fuck! I jumped up. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, getting my 100 reps was fun. And then I think there was a couple more memories. I think my best memory of like my classic days before I started soloing the game more. We used to do this fun thing. And this is fucked up, but it was kind of funny. So we used to do our best to run into Stormwind and, you know, we didn't have mounts because that came at 40 and it cost a hundred gold when we all had like five, but <laughs> we would do our best to run into Stormwind and we, we would basically resin run to the stockades and then we would go jump into the stockades and hide for a little while. <laughs> and then we would jump out and start killing Alliance people. That was fun. That was like a big community fun time. There would be like 50 of us and we would mob up and we would go res and run, die a bunch and just keep going until we were in the stockades. And then we'd sit for a while. We'd sit for like an hour and we'd go do something, get something to eat or whatever. And then it's like, okay, let's go. And like 10 of us at a time would just come running out in these waves of like <laughs> And we would just basically try and invade Stormwind. It didn't ever get very far, but it was pretty, that, that was fun. <laughs> So Gershon was the Stormwind is under attack people. Where yeah. Everybody's oh yeah. Around looking oh yeah. Rogue. Oh yeah. Because how well, many times? Well, I didn't play in... Gershon back then. I actually was playing my Rogue. I was playing Buck Nasty at that time. Oh my so, god. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's because a great... we would roll in, and you'd, you'd see it, and everybody's like, "Where's the Rogue? Where's the Rogue?" Because you know they're Yeah, it's always out. the Rogue. Yep. And there's a yeah. bunch of flares going off, and you're like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, that was those are the good old days when you could actually still do that and not get your ass busted too hard. Lucy and I got into a guild on the Horde side in Mists. And we all flew into the um, Stormwind uh, not too far from Anduin. Well, not Anduin at the time, I guess. Because um, he was missing. <laughs> Lore guy here, right? But, uh... We'd fly into where there's a quest you have to do and there's a courtyard inside the keep, Stormwind Keep. Yep. Right, right, right. We all landed in there with the Red Wolf's den and we were summarily dispatched real quick. It was, oh, it was not well, well thought out. It was a out. massacre, man. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> it was, I felt like Colonel Custer, really. I mean, it was, it was bad. I suggested to a guild, I think, or to a group of friends in MOP, I was like, hey, we used to do this thing, and now it'll be so much easier. We could just fly over, drop in, and do it much easier. And everyone was like, we don't really do that anymore. It doesn't really work out the same. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess it doesn't. So to prove your point, Brico, I guess it doesn't work out the same. Oh, and as soon as you get to the, uh, the rear, so you couldn't fly in Classic, during Cataclysm, correct? Or is that, I, no, that's I, when they opened it up. That's when they opened it up. So yeah. it would have been during Wrath. We were we were all thinking, well, we could fly into the Undercity sewer and get in that way, just not even have a problem. We don't have to ride our 
I remember Alliance people trying to do to, to yeah. do similarly to us to get in the bat tunnel and the nasty sewer yep. tunnel and like yep. come in. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like Morgan Freeman and and Tim, what's his name? And yeah. Yeah, the, sha the Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption, Shawshank, <laughs> where, yep. where he escapes out the sewer. Yeah, it was all lies, all lies and blasphemy. <laughs> Heck yeah. So, what has been, Gershom, what has been your worst experience in gaming and how did you overcome it? And what advice would you have for others that are going through something like you did? Okay. Oh man, we've been having such a good time. I don't. I don't want to be a downer, but I guess we could That's do it. What this is for though. We gotta, I know. I know. We, we gotta, gotta heal. We gotta heal. We gotta yep. be real. Um. So back in the day during TBC, my boyfriend who got me into the game, and I at the time basically he cheated on me with a guilty, and it was just very, very blatant. Like they lived. So we lived in San Diego. They lived in Orange County. I don't know how familiar you guys are with California, but that's only about 45 minutes away from San it's Diego. Close. It's close. Yeah. yeah. And so it started out where her and her boyfriend and me and my boyfriend would all hang out at their house. And then basically I caught them, you know, in their house, in their house, messing around. And then, you know, I was like, what the fuck? And I got pissed. And it was like, oh no, it was a mistake. Let's all be friends. And I was like, okay, fine. We're all friends. And so we invited them over to our house <laughs> and the same thing happened. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow, well, you, you guys. And it just got, it just got really, really gnarly. Um, but the end result of that was that it kind of made me afraid of people in the game. And I got afraid of guilds. Like I got to a point where I didn't trust anybody in the game. Like, this is the main reason why I soloed the game for so many years. I didn't want to join a guild. I didn't want to be with anybody else. Because mm. this person who was in vent chat with me, who was raiding with me, who was just basically like like a friend. Like, I knew her, you know? Um freaking yeah. gaslighting your ass, man. Yeah, it, you know, it was tough. And I just, the way I got over it was... I didn't ever delete Buck Nasty, thank God, because I still have her to this day. I don't really play her. But I did roll a new tune, which was Gershom. So I got Gershom out of it. Um, and this was back before Bnet and stuff. So, like, if you quit a guild and you rolled a new tune, no one could find me. Yeah, right. And that right. was fine. And so me and, and dude split up and whatever. And I just stayed away from people for, like, a long time. And I just played the game by myself. And I think, you know, in retrospect, I know that this was a... A mistake and that I shouldn't have done it so as far as what advice I would have for others I would say that whatever you need to do um, take the time to heal but I wouldn't recommend doing anything so extreme that you cut yourself off from the community because there was actually a lot of people in the guild that we were in that that tried to help me like I went on a really bad drinking binge and they were like you shouldn't be doing this you know and stuff and I definitely should have been more open to like their healing messages. And I think also, once again, in retrospect, like I, you can't forget that for every shithead, there's probably twice as many kind and fun people. And so you definitely have to leave yourself open to that side of things. Like, you know, Lystra, I know you say a lot, like your tribe is out there. 
and Absolutely. they and they are you know and so i just had to leave that whole mess behind it just took me a little longer than i would have liked and i wish i hadn't been so afraid of interaction after that but you know i'm here now so <laughs> wow i totally get it way to go way to pull through lissy wasn't quite as similar but lissy had an issue didn't you oh but, yeah i did i had a... that be we had a yeah, it's still pretty pretty sore. Gersha will know it's yeah, it's been the you know, thirteen years, but it's still pretty, you know, pretty sore area there. Yeah, it was pretty awful. So it takes a lot sometimes to get over that, but man, it's it, you can't just quit. Yeah, you you gotta take that step and go a little bit farther and reach out and get out of that comfort zone. That that being said, you know, back then. Did we think of our online friends as actual friends? Yeah, we did. We trusted them, man. I think we did, but this was different because we actually had you met were in, in person. We hung out in, in person right. and we did things together. And that was Well, just... they wouldn't do that to me. Right. right. Yeah. Or Especially in my own house. In my own house. Like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was a mess, but... Yeah. Just definitely hang in there. Heal the way you need to heal. But don't be afraid to reach out and realize that there's probably like not even twice as many people there might be 10 times as people with love for you out there and i just wish i hadn't taken so long to i wish i hadn't become so introverted about it you know i wish i'd been able to shake it off better but i wasn't and that's just part of my journey my journey today yeah and it makes it builds character right or wrong or indifferent right you, you just kind of you handle things a certain way you look back and you can cry about it laugh about it hurt still about it or whatever but you, it, it builds your character you know and for, and, and for the record you know i did after after several years end up um talking to to that ex you know it's all water under the bridge now there was even a time where um i was having like some real hard financial times after my um my kids were born and stuff and he ended up being fairly successful and and he did you know help me out a little bit and he was like it's not a loan you know it, it wasn't like a ton of money or anything like that but it was just he helped me out a little bit and he understood and we talked about it and i never did find the girl again i don't give a fuck about her but <laughs> but me and girl. Me, me and um you know not gonna dox him but my ex um we we made up so that that was good to know I bet that felt good too. It did. It did. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad he wasn't a supreme douche. No, he. Just, you know, I, I think he was just being a 22 year old guy, honestly. Well, and yeah, you you got your dousing rod, if you know what I mean. Just it's dumb. It's dumb as a man. Oh, so many mistakes. Well, and with with that whole thing being said, with age comes wisdom. It's like what you do at 22, you know, in, yep. you know, he probably looked back on that and went, wow, that was probably the biggest douchebag move I could have possibly done. And, you know, I'm, I'm sorry I did that to you with any luck he did that, because if he is fairly successful, he had to have learned something. Yeah, no, it was. You'd like it, to think so. Yeah, <laughs> it, it all became like a very, I mean, it was a very like cut and dry conversation like wow that sucks blah 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 no 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 you know we're good and right i haven't spoken to him for a few years but you know it's uh, and 
you know, like you were talking about doxing our ages on Patreon. I am 39. I was 21 then. So I'm literally within a couple years short of being twice the age I was then. So it's like, how long can you hang on to pain? I actually hadn't thought about that for a long time as a painful thing until you, you guys brought up that question. So mm. it's not something well, that's hurting me anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not anything that's hurting me anymore. But it was just my, that was my thing. And the advice I would offer was do what you need to do to heal. But I would not personally take it all too seriously and just try and find your community elsewhere, you know? Yeah, because there's definitely other communities in the game. You're not stuck in one guild. You're not stuck with one team of people. No, and you know, I, I, I've, I've gone through some struggles that Lister knows about, and and a few other friends that I play the game with know about. And that's when I think it was usually a telltale sign when I started just playing by myself. Yep. And just. I'd lose myself in the game into a different alt, like you said before BNet. Right. And I could just be on a different server, different. It didn't matter. I could make the same exact tune or whatever, different server, and I didn't have to deal with anything. And and I would drink and drink and drink and drink and drink and drink. Yeah, and drink. we called them our hideout tunes. Yep. Yeah. And then Battle.net came, and then I all of a sudden get a blue whisper saying, "You want to heal Kara?" <laughs> really? No. no. Right now, no, I, don't. I mean, I love Kara and I love you guys, but I just need a minute. Good lord! I'm gonna sit down here drinking my booze and having a cigarette in this and light dungeon. the basement on fire. Yeah, yeah we should. We should we have a Patreon. We should have a Patreon, and Gersh, Gersh would love to love to be a part of that conversation. Oh my god! Yeah. I can't wait to hear this story. I know we've been going on for a long time. Shit, I feel bad. And this is going no. on. No, going as long, long as you got time, we got time. Are you good, Gershom? Yeah, we're good. Right, Kids well, are getting right. a little let's restless, see. but we're almost done, so they're good. Okay, let's see Letterbuck. Oh, uh, oh well, I think she's covered this next one because you, you know what advice would you find and for others? So we got that covered. So where did you find your community? What what pushed you over to finally coming out and being with the people again, so to speak? Um, so honestly, like, after I moved to Chicago, which in October will be 16 years. How long is it since 2006? Is that 16 years? Yeah, 16 years. So I've been here for 16 years. And ever since I came, it was sort of touch and go. You know, I was establishing myself out here trying to find a job. And I wasn't really playing WoW, like every day. I didn't always have a computer and stuff like that. And um, there were times where I just didn't know where I was at. I knew that I missed WoW, I missed playing, but I didn't have access to the game all the time. But there were starting to trickle in like these radical things called podcasts. <laughs> right. And you know, good old, good old Podfather, Scott, Scott yes, Johnson, listen, listening to rolling restart listening to the instance listening to world of warcast listening to azeroth roundtable you know getting to know these these stand-up figures in our community and just really i think the community actually really solidified itself for me around podcasts because at that point i was still soloing the game and i was listening to a lot more podcasts and just hearing these people talk about what they were doing and their relationships and how they felt about things. And I was like, 
this sounds rad. This sounds like what I used to have, but without all the douchebaggery, hopefully. And I really got back into the game because of podcasts. I didn't get into podcasts because of the game. I actually got back into the game because of the podcasting community. And it just grew and grew and grew. And so I guess to to answer your the the following question if I can is like what does a community mean to you it's just somewhere to feel safe and included and at first that was podcasts and podcasts actually gave me the confidence to get back in the game and say there's people out there who love this game the way that I do you know that's oh that's awesome. so great yeah so even on my worst days if I couldn't play I always had podcasts to listen to and it was just that's just how it worked out for me oh Gershom that's amazing I love it I it really feels. is Right in the feels. I, and you're such a wonderful part of this community, and I'm so glad that we were able to connect. And you mean a lot to all of us, and and me in particular, because we're not too far away. We could go have coffee someday if we wanted to have a four-hour or a three-hour uh, meet in the middle, right? <laughs> yeah, next year you got to come to TVCon. Next year. I think we should plan on that. Let's yeah, see, plan your we, camping around. <laughs> we really do. I would... I would rather go camping. I haven't been camping in years. Oh, and I, and do I do the big, I do the big old, like, I don't do glamping. I do the outdoors. I do, I pee behind trees. I don't... <laughs> okay, so we're still going to pee behind trees, but we're going to pull a glamper down near you guys. And then you're going to bring a tent or whatever. And we'll figure it out from there. How about that? I'm just saying I'm not picky. I like actual old school, like camping. Yeah, I spent my whole life uh, doing old school camping and... <laughs> I'm just successful enough, and Katie's just successful enough to have this wonderful camper that we have and a nice truck to pull it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, nice. we'll be sleeping not on, you know, the $1 freaking um, blow-up beds and shit. <laughs> we actually that. went, we actually, so we went camping this real popular campgrounds, and uh, this is such a side tangent, I'm being a squirrel. But there's this real beautiful place in Southern California called Mount Palomar. And it's like open camping. Like you could bring your truck. You could, there's areas too where you could go like hook up water and stuff if you want. And I swear to God, I am, I swear on my children's life. We were in, we would sleep in a tent and my dad would sleep in like the back of his truck. It was like, it had a camper over the top. So like he would sleep in the truck. Yeah. And like me and my brother were sleeping in the tent. And there was actually a mountain lion and we seen it. And I was like, oh, oh shit. We all ended up getting in the trunk. It was scary as fuck. Like I saw a actual mountain lion just kind of hanging out in the bluffs above us, which in Southern California is very common. Like yeah. you see these stories all the time of like, oh, I lions, like attacking runners <laughs> and attacking bikers and stuff like that. And I saw this fucking cat. It was scary as shit. So like I've been camping. <laughs> But I also went running to my dad's truck, and I was like, "Nope, <laughs> there's there's, yeah. a, there's a cat out here. We're we're coming inside." <laughs> we used to we used to camp at a, uh, a public access up on Mirror Lake, right my right by Effie, Minnesota, and we'd be out fishing, and we kind of would mow and everything because the state it's a state deal, whatever public access, but they didn't really take care of it. So we'd mow when we got up there. We'd stay there a week in the spring and a week in the fall. And uh, we'd take care of the joint, and it had a really cool picnic table with a uh, roof on it. It was super cool. So anyway, 
more often than not, we'd come back in from fishing and one of our dogs would be out and up to her chest, like this particular story is Muffin, a Lhasa Apso, up to her chest on the on the concrete of the of the uh, public access, barking. We're like, what the hell's going on with Muffin? Why is she standing? She doesn't even really care for the water. Well, there's three bears, two so oh, it's a no. two cubs, <gasps> black bears, just little ones. I mean, it, they weren't. It wasn't a big deal. So you just make noise and they run away. It's pretty rare to see them during the day. But yeah, it was so I had bears. The the movie with John Candy and Dan Aykroyd, uh, the Great Outdoors. They go to that. There was a dump not too far from from Effie there, and we would go there and see the bears in the dump. You know when I was yeah, a kid. Yeah, so. that's the thing they used to tell us about the wild animals too. Is like they would smell like food so we had oh, cooked, yeah. we had cooked out whatever that night like i think it was like camp food like hot dogs or you know something and yeah burgers the cat you must, know, some the, simple the cat like must have come around because it came once and someone had said they'd seen it and we didn't see it and so we were kind of on alert and then later that night we saw it and it was just creepy the way it was like sitting there like i don't think it was gonna get us it was probably just checking to see if there was food or something right but it was still. How far do I want to go right yeah, now? It was very <laughs> weird to see like a wild animal that that close for sure. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, actually we had the old Tupperware containers that were like three inches tall or whatever, and they were basically a, a frozen pizza round, right? That size, and yeah, then they were yeah. like three inches tall, and they, you'd have the green one, the Tupperware, like from the seventies. So yeah, the green, the orange, the yellow, and the red, or whatever. Well, one of them had sugar in it. It was the lime green one. And that one disappeared one night from camp. Disappeared? Like, did yeah. the bear just haul off your sugar? So, check this out. Yeah, and it was full of sugar because everything we ate, I got as tall as I am because of sugar. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> the next fall, so like three months later, we go up. And we're out cutting some stuff for making fires. And guess what I trip on? Oh, no. Your Tupperware dish. That same Tupperware thing with teeth holes in it. Oh, oh yeah. It I could have been a like a raccoon, too, or something. No, not, not with these teeth. No? It was a bear, no. you think? Oh, yeah. So I think I might, my mom might still have it. I might have to take a picture and put that on the discords. But... I'll, I'll I'll double check, but yeah, they they brought it. They kind of brought it back. It was on the edge of the brush at kinda. the campsite because they 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 probably just ate it all there and then <laughs> left it there. But that's you know. so funny because like I I mean, there's that joke about like bears liking honey, but I didn't know that they would actually come after like sugar like that. <laughs> oh yeah, they they yeah, because we we were always always uh, my well, so my mom and dad and their best friends dick and janie who are my godparents uh they went to um, um the boundary waters canoe area quite often in fact the first time my mom tipped a canoe over i was in her belly <laughs> so oh, yeah you got started young i did i've yeah. done that before too i was never more terrified and i did it because there was a spider in the boat and i just oh my god I freaked out <laughs> and i tipped the canoe but i was like 12 i was like shit I don't know. I started well, freaking I'm, out because I'm terrified of spiders and I ended up underwater for a minute. <laughs> I'm literally 10 years older than you and I still 
share a meme, and I think you liked one once on Twitter, where it shows the little blonde-haired girl, uh, Demi, um, not Demi, sorry. Hi, Demi. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Drew Barrymore, uh, and then the house on fire behind her. Yeah, and just like uh, the, I got spiders, the spiders, it's like, nope. <laughs> I got yeah. the spider. <laughs> I me. just, I actually noticed something funny um, when I was questing in Dressfar the other day. There was a world quest, and so I hovered over it, and it was called Nope with like twenty-seven <laughs> O's. Have you ever seen this? The world quest is called. Have. It's called Nope, and you just literally have to go kill spiders and fill yes. the and fill the bar. And the quest is called Nope, and I was like, yes, I'm going to do this quest because <laughs> I hate I hate spiders. I actually just did that. I just did that one on my Void. Uh, which one's the Alliance Elf? The new the Void, void Elf. Void yeah. Elf. Yeah. Yeah, the Void Elf. Mage. Because you can go Chromie Time or whatever, and so I went straight to BFV. Yeah, but yeah, it was like, yep, I'm out. <laughs> okay, so since we already mostly answered what the community means to you, the community in gaming means to you. Um, who do you admire in the gaming community and why? Oh, I know. It's like uh, Demi always says, like, how much time do you got? Speaking of Demi, fucking Demi, fucking Demi, dude. She was one of the first streamers I ever watched when I heard she was quitting the show. And I heard that episode with you guys where she was like crying and stuff. I'm like, please, no. Like, I'm so glad to see her happy doing what she's doing. I'm so glad for her. But honestly, she was one of the first women that made me feel like it's okay to have your kid crash your stream. It's okay to have your dog crash your stream or crash Absolutely. your recording. You know, she was just so real and she was always nice. Like I know we wished each other like happy mother's day a few times and she's very, very, very nice lady. Um, and I know you're closer to her than, than I am obviously, but well, I, I love, I love Demi a lot. We, we know each other as well. I mean, we've had more dealings, of course, but she's going to enjoy what you just said, and she deserves every word of it. She is one of my favorite people. Yeah, she deserves a lot of love. I really also am a big fan of uh, Desma Fisto just because of the charity he does for like autism and stuff like that, and just, just the way he curses and his honesty and his knowledge of the things that he's talking about. Like When he's talking about something, he really knows what he's talking about. I always love that. You're always going to get honesty with him. And then I think third, I'll just pick three. I really fucking love uh, Ali. Like she just always has something positive to say, something beautiful to say. And if you, you know, she'll, she'll respond to you. She just, just one of those people that just is so good at spreading positivity in gaming you know, with so, her podcast. I just, I love Allie so much. Allie is, yeah. <laughs> you. I, She's yeah. a very special human for sure. And so is, oh, all three of them are. You, you, yeah, you chose, you chose wisely, young Padawan. No, I'm just kidding. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying like, honestly, Allie and Des Mephisto, like I love Des Mephisto, even if I don't agree with him, right? Like, oh, yeah, there's been some stuff that. he said where I'm like, that's off the wall, but that's who he <laughs> yeah, is, you well, know? Like, what do you, where are you at, brother? You know, right. like, what's going on? Man, but, I still, I, I, I admire the way that he approaches what he's doing. And like I said, he's always honest with the community. And that's, yeah. 
that group he's partied with or that group that he's with charity wise has done so much good for something that means so much to him and all of us because it means so much to him like i've got really no horse in the race as it were as far as the autism thing but that being said i think lissy does i know a few other folks that do and so and i might maybe a little but i i think one of the i just want people to be able to say and do good for folks they care about i think um one of the ways i really ended up feeling like desmophisto in a big way was that he was diagnosed as an adult with his autism instead of as a kid and i know that that sort of frustrates him but i was diagnosed as an adult at like 26 years old with ocd and thankfully i was able to combat it with like minimal i shouldn't say combat because it's not like a fight but to exist with it without too much medication like i was on medication for a little bit and then i just got some organic plans in place and started being able to like take care of myself and heal some trauma that had like spurned those things like i was but the fact like adult diagnoses can be difficult difficult to deal with as opposed to being diagnosed as a child where you get a lot of help from like the school systems and things like that whereas like you're an adult out wandering around in the world and you kind of feel like what the fuck is wrong with me you know not yeah yeah, like not to be harsh but like you're thinking to yourself like what's wrong with me what's wrong with me why can't i exist in these other people why do i feel like i'm just outside in this in this bubble and i'm not the same as everybody else you know and when I heard that about him, I just, I connected with that in a certain way. So I admit his, I admit that his honesty about that really inspired me too. Yeah. yeah. It's when you have, uh, my son wasn't diagnosed until he was out of high school as well. So we missed out on having the ability. He was misdiagnosed as it comes down to as just being an ADHD, you know, with some anxiety. Well, it took a major mental break for us to get him in and get him re-evaluated before somebody came out and said well not only does he have you know this and this but he's also has autism and depression that goes along with that so being able to point to something and go i i now have an answer so maybe now i can figure out how to navigate this because you are not your diagnoses but you need something to go off of to figure it out. So we took some some therapy and some and some big time and you know, and then you have to take that step and go, okay, now that I know what this is, how do I how do I live my life and not let it affect me as much as it used to? Or let or how can I coexist with it? Right. In, in a healthy way. Right. Absolutely. And the healthy way is the thing right there. The healthy way. So I, I love yeah, that. And, and it's, un, it's unfortunate too, when you find a lot of adult diagnoses and adults that remain undiagnosed, you deal with a lot of addiction issues and stuff. That's a whole other, that's a Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Really, well, cause if you think about it, would you rather be an eight year old pumped full of something or, you know, it's a can of worms. Like, I don't know. I, I shouldn't speak on it. I, I, I really shouldn't. So I'm just going to stop there. But I do respect Demi 
this Mephisto and Allie are all wonderful folks. And I'm just glad that even though it's a struggle at times, we all have somebody in our community we can we can talk to. And How about that? Oh, yeah. You know, like, I don't know what else to say. Like I said, I, I was going to go off on a tangent that I don't know enough about to tangent on. You know, so I, I, my, my better thoughts and how much I care for all the folks that we just talked about and you, Gershom, and you, Lissy, and what you're all dealing with. And I kind of have a little of that going on, but we're not sure yet. But yeah, I don't want to wait until an adult thing, you know? Yeah. Whatever. I mean, like I said, we're getting there and some times growing up is tough and sometimes growing up is impossible well you know? and there are ways around everything and in my case i would just all you got to do is love them man you're there you Absolutely. support them you help them understand because there's going to be a lot of frustration yep. and i can imagine that gershom had it too i mean ocd that's not a fun thing to deal with i'm sorry that is not fun and there's frustration that comes with all of these things so it's going to take patience and time and yeah dude you need anything let me know yeah yep. be be patient with each other be patient uh with yourself you know and just keep reaching out and doing what you have to do to stay healthy and stay balanced i think it, the, the opportunities are out there yeah and not everybody has all the answers if they did we'd be in a much better place so just right. know that if you're reaching and you're going like i don't understand it's like not everybody does either so you're not alone absolutely boom yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. So, okay. So I was able to spend some time with a couple of lovely ladies this evening. And it's super fun to chit-chat with you. Should we get into some guest questions? Yes, sir. Are there a lot? I feel like we've I've been taking a lot of your time. <laughs> There's oh, no. three. And by the way, do not change a thing. Always do it this way. Yes. Because this is fun. Yeah, this is what we enjoy exactly all right community questions yep all right all right so this is from aaron the fire mage extraordinaire <laughs> growlina growlina Grow, growlina <laughs> um by the way listen to uh listen to them folks over at uh um, oh my god do not relent i just was gonna say red dead redemption what <laughs> oh, the no. hell we might have a no. title for the show Anyway, yeah, do not relent. Uh, so, Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinary and Horde Punching Bag, what was your favorite raid boss in your career? Okay, so I have two, and they're both behind the curve, which is annoying because I wasn't raiding, you know, current content at the time. But I think my number one was uh, Arthas. So I did this in, like, uh, Pandaria? I believe with a team of like five people. So we went in there and yeah, because one of the we, bosses you couldn't do by yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was just still too low. So I went in with like some friends. I think it was like five or six of us. We went in and we got down heroic Arthas and that was just a lot of fun for me. Cause I, I knew the story from playing like Warcraft three and playing the game, but I had never made it to the raid. And that was just really bitching. Just, I mean, it sucked like the whole storyline sucks and it's sad and everything, but it was fun to, to take him down and, and see that and get the achievements and stuff like that. 
Um, and then we got, you know, because we were overpowered, we got like all the achievements where I got like my iron bound frost brood, you know, yep, my Sinestra yep. mount, the yeah, Sindragosa yeah. yeah, mount or whatever it looks like. Yeah. And then I actually have a second one. And this is actually because I went with the DNR folks. Um, we did a mythic Dezora lore just uh, several months ago. I took eight of us and we didn't get down Jaina, but we got down everyone else. And I think I really enjoyed opulence. And I know this is a unpopular opinion, but Dude, I liked it. was tough. It, wa it was tough, but for the treasure and stuff. And it was just fun. Um, I just really liked opulence for some reason. I thought it was a fun fight and the treasure was good. So awesome bonus. Loot. Yeah, so is that was one of those runs when you got um, invincible? Uh, invincible? No, no, no. That took okay. me years. No, I just got that sure. like like last year. <laughs> I was so excited because I thought, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! I think I like got my like my first time. No, <laughs> <laughs> I think I got invincible. No, I went and I looked and every well, time should... every time you loot them, you're like, come on, <laughs> you're right? And it's always like the same fucking sword, and you're like, ah, no. I was that OP. took a long time. Yeah, I was OP, and I went in there, and I still died to the file. Are you kidding do you, me? Do you have Invincible yet? Nope. I'm gonna have to double check because I thought I did, and then it turns out it was a headless horseman mount. Oh, I don't have that one though. Yeah. Well, uh, that, yeah. Another story, another tangent. We'll go down yeah. that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you yeah, want? Talk about the horseman do you want Immune's question? Because I'm gonna ask um, Katie's question. Well, I'm going to take Slide Whistle's question. There's a different one. Yeah. Okay. Hey, so Slide Whistle asks, approximately how many hunters have you made across your WoW career? And oh, list them all. <laughs> and list them all. <laughs> and yep. list them slide all. Whistle. Okay, so we've got... <laughs> okay. Fucking Slide. We've got... <laughs> <laughs> I love I love slide whistle so much. <laughs> we've got group of dudes. We've got on the horde. We've got Gersham. We've got my blood elf Rosita. And slide, you better be writing these down. Right, why does he care? I don't know. So we've got Gersham. <laughs> we've got Rosita. We've got Windixie, which is my Magnar awesome. orc. <laughs> my kid was reading Windixie in school, and I'm like, oh, that's a cool name. <laughs> it's a grocery store, as far as I know. They can do up the grocery store. <laughs> well, there was a remember there was a movie and a book called yes. Because of Windixie. You guys know because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're my, oh my age. God, yeah, I read it. yeah. So we've got Gershom, Rosita, Windixie on the horde. And then on the alliance, we've got uh, Notokas and my current Void Elf. What's her name? Oh, Slide Jewels. Oh, my God. Yes, that's right. Slide Jewels. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. I was oh, listening. I I'm was bringing listening. it up. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted me to say it. <laughs> and that was with, that was with that's his. That's exactly what he did. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's we the just matlocked that shit. <laughs> Bump. What set bump set spike? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, five, so five beast matcher hunters at this point. But that's not horrible. No, it's no Des Mephisto. He has like forty eight warriors. Hottie Chicken has like thirty seven warlocks or something. 
<laughs> no, we'll get there eventually after I get through all these heritage armors. I probably have like 20 plus, but we'll see. Oh my god. That's awesome. <laughs> Alright, so this one is from Immune. <laughs> the third part of Do Not Relent. By the way, go check them guys out. It's not safe for work, but do it. Because it's awesome <laughs> WoW content. Definitely make sure you're wearing your fucking headphones. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> headphones, yes, yes. Same with Thrall's Balls, which we're going to get into right after, right after these this. last two questions. So, actually, do you have the immune question on your screen, Lissy? I do. Okay, because I think I will ask Katie's after you ask immunes. Okay, I think we have one more in there, too. Well, I'm so. looking, and I don't find them. I, I'm sorry, I got this, man. Okay, so immune asks... If you could live a day in the life of any Warcraft character, who would it be and why? That's a good question. Any Warcraft character? Any Warcraft character. I have an idea who you're going to pick. I don't have an idea who I'm going to pick. I don't either, man. <laughs> really? <laughs> this is going to sound dumb. I'm just flying off my ass here, but I think it would be fun to be Gen. <laughs> I, I think it would be fun to to be that wolf back and forth and also like every time something goes wrong he's just like no and i just <laughs> yeah, you guys you ever see how many times he does that in the game he's always oh like, when he took it into him no like, really? like there's so many times he does it though like when when like in the legion intro and Varian tells the gunship, like, go away, I'm gonna die for my country, or whatever. And then he dies, and Gen's like, rah, on, like, the deck of the ship. And then, like, uh, Anduin gets taken by Sylvanas, and he's like, Sylvanas! I just think it would be cool to just, like, scream in public like that whenever you wanted, because you're, like, half a wolf. I I don't know. Like, I would, like bacon Yeah, yeah, like I would love to. Going by. <laughs> no! <laughs> I would just love to be Gen. Like, he just gets to shout in public all the time. And then when he's pissed, he turns into a fucking wolf. Yeah, I would I would live a day as Gen, definitely. Oh, you know, I just you had would an idea. think that Gen would learn by now. I mean, every time he's around, something like that happens. It's like, you gotta be prepared for this shit, man. Kevin Kevin Bacon turning into a werewolf when he screams at the trains. That's what I'm looking at right now in my mind eye. <laughs> <laughs> no, when Gen's like just like, no, like all the time. I think that'd be fun to just scream all the time when you're mad in public. Because, you know, if I missed the bus and I was like, no, everyone would be like, what's wrong with you? But if I was Gen, they'd be like, mm, nope, that's just what he does. You kind of done it to yourself if you missed the bus or the train. All right. So now I have. So you're going to do Shantyman's question at the end and I'm going to do Katie's now. OK. Yep. Do it. All right. So this is from Kyla Land, who is my wife, Katie. She asks, what is your ideal pet for a hunter? Because she is also a hunter and she loves that class so much. And is it like, I know retail's different. Like she's, she's got a retail hunter, but she's been playing classic. So it's a little bit different deal. I'm not sure. I mean, I know you played classic. So what's, what's your ideal? Okay, so yeah, first leave I have, me hanging a little bit. <laughs> no, it's okay. I have to say thank you to Katie uh, for the question. Congratulations on your wedding to Brickle. Um, I feel like I always sort of liked my ferocity pets 
because because of the lust. But bears. I like bears. I like bears. And I honestly on my Void Elf recently came into um boars that are in Dressfire. They're like these weird spiky uh boars. Um and the reason I like the boars, so the bears I like because they just don't fucking die, period. <laughs> one question, one quick thing. So tenacity is what I meant when I said takes. Ferocity is DPS, right? Is that how they yeah. do it? In uh yeah, ferocity is is the so tenacity uh, now I'm fucking up. I thought ferocity was the one where you get the lust where um Anyways, I'm fucking up, but... No, that's fine. I think that's a DPS one, and Tenacity is the tank one. I think you're, I think you're, you're right. Yeah, okay. yeah, you're okay. right. It's my fault. It's my fault. I got it mixed No, up. no, no. It's not your fault. I, I, We kind of threw it at you, and, and I've been away from the retail part of my Hunter for a while, so I was, like, trying to remember myself, so... So I, I do like my bears, and I also like... Um, big wild boars and one of the reasons I like the wild boars a lot is because they can actually eat anything so like when you're running around and they literally eat anything they're one of the pets that like they're pigs so they will eat anything so you just buy like a big stack of food and you don't have to worry about like oh my pet doesn't like that food or whatever so I like boars um and I like bears. And I have a lot of other pets that I like that aren't that hard to manage. But I think bears and boars are probably my favorites. Nice. Yeah, and boars, they haven't changed their diet since Classic or since Vanilla. Yeah, like they'll eat anything. They'll eat mushrooms. They'll eat meat. They'll eat fruit. They'll eat cheese. You're like, okay, Fish, great. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, pigs are like that anyway. So there you go. Yeah, that's Absolutely. why I like. Yep. That's why I liked about them. And the ferocity, or how did I, I just looked it up because I wanted to make sure, because somebody's going to come back at us. Somebody's going to come at us. Ferocity pets are the tank pets, apparently, so. No, tenacity. Well, I, no, it's not what I'm, that's not what I'm reading. Tenacious. But, you know, somebody will come at ferocious us. Ferocious is, uh, yeah, somebody will. And we somebody's welcome that. Come, come to our Discord. <laughs> yeah. Please don't hurt us. <laughs> Hammer, don't hurt us. <laughs> All right. You got the shanty yeah. man one now? Yes. Yes. So Shanty Man wants to know what highlights do you have lined up for TBCon 22? Oh, nice way to put me on the spot, Shanty Man. Um, well, I well, know there's a drink that was talked about <laughs> in the last couple episodes. Well, we're, we are definitely going to have a big tray of tomatoes so that Slide Whistle cannot steal all of them. We're going to have a whole tray of tomatoes. And if Slide eats all of them and he gets sick off tomatoes, then that's his problem. Do you guys, do you guys know that story about him? Yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Took okay. him off of uh, uh, Aaron's Burger. Aaron's Burger, Burger. Burger yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can have mine, I promise. I don't like them. And I, I'm literally still kind of poking around about what to do. And I was stressed. I'm like, I have less than a month. Um, we were roughly talking about like karaoke, but then it's like with the this like resurgence in COVID that's going on. We're not sure. Like my yard is kind of small. Like, honestly, I feel bad shanty. I couldn't tell you. It's like, I want to be in my yard, but we might want to stay outside. I don't know. Like I was looking at bowling. I was looking at karaoke. We really, I don't have anything super special lined up except that all my friends are going to be together. So well, not all, not all of them. Cause you guys won't be there, but. I'll give you my opinion on this one because my husband works in uh, 
uh, respiratory issues and uh, and or respirator fit tests for his work. Go outside. The parts per million, seriously, as long as you have a decent distance between you, yeah, not going to happen. And uh, hey, get yourself a portable karaoke machine. I got yeah. one. Yeah. Annoy the Do entire you? neighborhood. So 2023, let's have a 3TB con. Oh. We'll, we'll figure something out. Shanti, Seriously, I promise we will. <laughs> TB con. But, oh, it, it actually lines up because it'll be the third. Oh, my God. Gersh. You Brico, get where I'm, are you picking up ready. when I'm laying down? Yes, Brico is ready. <laughs> I got I got plenty of room for campers or tents or whatever. And we're literally six hours away. That's it. It's not like it's a big deal. Make a three-day weekend of it, and we go. And I'll cook all the meats. Oh, yeah. He is I the grill master. I made some pretty good cheeseburgers last year, but I've only got one of those, like, regular... We can share time. It's yeah. fine. Regular old grills. It's not like one of the big ones. But we should, in a future episode, or just as we talk amongst our friends ourselves... We could just talk about a third TB con. I think that would be pretty cool melding for 23. We'll, we'll, ha- we'll have a round table one day. <laughs> I think we should. <laughs> so I have one question. Yes, ma'am. I want to know what has been the best drink that you guys have made so far? And oh, who man. Wins that title. Oof. Um,. Wow, there's been some good ones. Um, I'm still going to have to go with... Okay, first I'm going to plug myself and I say I made a drink for the Dalaran. So we were... Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. so that was good. Uh-huh. And then, That was awesome. I want to try and it. And then I forget who made the Life Bloom, but that was really good. That was a really good summer drink. So it was like lemonade and like Deep Eddy vodka and like crushed up mint leaves. It was a Ooh. it was a druid drink and it was very I good. I think that was Wooly, wasn't it? I think it was. I think it was something yeah. that Wooly made up. And so it was basically like a mint lemonade. Uh and that was really fucking good. Like a mojito with lemonade. Sounds kind, awesome. Yeah, pretty much. It was really delicious. Other than that, I can't I can't think of it. There's been so many, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> if you really think about it. Well, like I said, this winter, that was my thing. I'd go out and I'd throw on Thrall's Balls while I was snowblowing outside. <laughs> Each episode was probably just about enough so I could snowblow the, the massive driveway. <laughs> and well, we, drink. we just recorded uh, 46 with me and Ben. So that's 46 mixed drinks. That's a lot to choose from. <laughs> not all of them were that great, but there's some good ones in there. <laughs> and not only that, but, you know, now they, they've gone to the cities. In World of Warcraft, and you know, they started with every single spec and race, or not uh, class Second and race. Class, yeah, yeah, and then now they're doing the cities because we need more. Absolutely, you got to keep that going. I, that's one of my favorite parts. I'm not even gonna lie to you. <laughs> you're so not. Good. You're not the first person to say that. So I'm glad that Wooly's ideas is enjoying some fruition. <laughs> well, it is. I. Well, I wouldn't. I don't know. The rest. The, the whole show is great. You guys have such a synergy, and you guys are all good together. But yeah, that that <laughs> are we ready for the uh, mixed drink of the week? And then you guys respond with "fuck yeah!" Oh yeah, this is great. <laughs> I love that. That was like the the warning and the you know 
I just love that. Responsibly. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then right after that, Wooly goes into that whole deal where we're not responsible for blah, 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 if blah, blah, blah. If you burn your house down or yeah. get herpes or something. <laughs> if you're not of age, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> you're not responsible. I think that started out as an actual legit, like legal, like disclaimer, and then oh for sure it did, and then we just sort of started running with it. Like we're not responsible if you end up like slapping the shit out of somebody or like. So this week, our community hero is we didn't have anybody actually submit one, so we actually picked our own, and we are going to shout out one greens mower because greens mower has been. Um, really really good this last uh, round of nakeds over on Lions Pride of keeping track of who's who what level they are dead or alive he has really kept track of everything for us so shout out to Greensmower for being the man and taking good care of us and our nakeds this last time so yay Greensmower thank you big shout out yeah I think we're at the end of all of our questions. We've got our heroes. So if for some reason people don't know who you are or how to find you, how can they do that? I am on Twitter at Hunter Gershom. The word Hunter, G-E-R-S-H-O-M. So that's all one word, Hunter Gershom. And that's it. I'm not streaming yet. And I'm on the discords, you know, all over the place. <laughs> I love that you're in our discord. It's great. Now now I'm going to just like bomb you with things. <laughs> I'll bomb you right I'll bomb you right back, girl. Do it. I love it. I love it. So is there anyone you want to shout out tonight? I'm going to have to give a big old shout out to my Thralls Balls crew. Oh my god. I never would have found the comfort level with podcasting and just hanging out as I did with Wooly and Ventolis, my co-hosts. Also the DNR crew, because they really sort of brought me into playing the game on the Alliance too, and just really helping me open up and have a good time and just realizing who I am and that being weird isn't so weird and just, yeah, just so the DNR crew and the Thralls Balls crew for sure. Awesome. Cheers. Yeah. And I, I got to admit, you know, we have found our tribes this way. It's like weird is not bad. Weird is good. We like that. I love it. All right. So, since we've had this wonderful time with you, Gersh, it's been almost two hours. Holy oh, my shit. God. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, why are you sorry? Because I talk, a, I talk yeah, a lot. <laughs> well, so do we. And it works out good. But uh, We are squirrels. It is how it works, right? I'm trying to find the damn... You don't have the outro up, do you? I don't. I'm trying I to do. find the correct email. Oh my god. Yes, please. The drums. Okay. Play them. <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks with another interview, another round of Community Heroes, and more from the gaming in <laughs> community. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at Third Fraction Show. That's the R-D-F-A-C-T-I-O-N-S-H-O-W or at Ms. Lystra or at Bricko Stud. Catch the live show at twitch.tv, the third faction show, all spelled out. When we do them live, sometimes we do. Follow the Twitter account for announcements on when, as our times do vary. And for other links on where to find us, visit the website at www.thethirdfaction, all spelled out, dot com. 
where you'll find the link to our Discord. So come and join us in our Discord as well and drop us on Community Heroes. And we'd love to hear from you. You can email the show on the Third Faction Show, all spelled out, at gmail.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash the third faction, all spelled out. And we will always be free, but your support does help us cover the costs and will enable us to bring you more. You can also leave us a review on your chosen podcast platform and at warcraftradio.com slash directory. If you don't want to leave a review, the very best thing you can do is tell your friends about us. We stand with the employees of Activision Blizzard King and their demands and abuse in gaming. And remember... Be good to yourselves and others. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks, Gershom. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you.